Uh, it is that time of the week once again to talk some WWE action, and we had a lot of fun if you are a wrestling fan this past week. Of course, the premium live event payback uh, was a good one. Not necessarily always the, the best uh, positioned pay-per-view or premium live event for WWE, but I, th- I thought they put a pretty good show together. And then, of course, we're off and running with the new storylines from last night's Raw. So I'm Jake Bakovin. We are here with you weekly. Uh, I am the host of, of course, Nuclear Heat here on 93.7 The Ticket and uh, bringing in Nuclear Heat contributor Augie Pena. Augie, how was uh, how was your week of wrestling? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was fun. It was a it, it was an action packed week, um, you know, really great storylines going on, really great matches. So, you know, can't complain about it. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Once again, we usually review SmackDown and Raw on the weeks of a premium live event. Uh, we will review the premium live event and Raw. Uh, SmackDown usually just kind of setting it up, usually somewhat of a throwaway episode going into those premium live events, of course, which are usually on Saturday or Sunday. And, of course, Friday night SmackDown, often sometimes even pre-taped yeah. um, to, to get going there. Um, not Nothing too notable, so we'll get we'll, 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 we'll just note something of smackdown there wasn't a whole lot to note uh, except for J- john cena uh made his return we know that he's going to be there uh for the next several weeks couple months um and uh and we'll kind of be interesting to see what he gets himself involved in maybe it will be a feud with jimmy uso as uh john cena did uh go out opened up smackdown was interrupted by jimmy uso his new theme song as he is a singles competitor now um uh, and but also kind of interesting to kind of see how this plays out. Jimmy, of course, kind of left the bloodline or kind of, you know, made this whole storyline confusing where, you know, everybody's kind of battling each other, maybe trying to get back into it. As we saw in the main event, he helped solo get the win against AJ Styles. Um, and then, and then landed another cheap shot on, on Styles to kind of end the night. Um, also, Solo was about to spike Jimmy, uh, and then Paul Heyman called it off. So you're kind of you're kind of maybe teasing a little bit, maybe Jimmy getting back involved with the bloodline. How would you feel about that? Do you kind of you, you want to see that, or do you feel like you got to at least put a few more weeks, like get get some reason for him to go back? Yeah, no, I don't like it at all. Um, I feel like they don't know what to do with this storyline. Um, you know, they they kind of messed up his betrayal of Jay. Um, yeah, you know, they had something hot for such a long time. I feel like they just they don't know where to go to go with it now. So, you know, this flopping back and forth, it's just confusing for the fans. As you said, you know, it's just, we, we don't know the direction. It's kind of nice to know where they're going with it. it. I mean, it's nice to be surprised by things, but when, you know, he's in, he's not, he's putting up the ones, um, all that stuff. It's, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it is. It's a little confusing. I will say that I, I think that they did miss the mark as far as having two on fire, um, teams here that they that they didn't necessarily have meet up with each other and and, and it was kind of mentioned uh last night by judgment day that that the bloodline's falling apart they're the mm-hmm. new uh, kind of team in control in the wwe but you know that's why i kind of go back with the the passing of bray wyatt that it was so nice um to see his faction the the wyatt family meet up with the shield it was yep. like those were two great um great t- tag teams or you know factions um, and I think they might have missed their market as far as yeah. pitting those two together. Maybe 
putting the bloodline, patching it back together uh, down the line. Maybe we'll see eventually see that. And that would be my only reason to hope to see that get back together. Otherwise, it's just a lot of storytelling that you're kind of getting confused about. We'll get a, we'll get a bit, little bit Mac more into it as as it was also Jay's return on Raw. So uh, that was kind of interesting. I guess a little bit on payback as well. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into payback. Uh, the feud that would never end ended in a good way, I think. Becky Lynch against Trish Stratus. Of course, this was a steel cage match. Um, and you know we've kind of been complaining that they've been dragging this this along through even the last pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't put it on that one, um, and so. And of course, that was SummerSlam. That was kind of seeing what the big buildup was. But they, they had a steel cage match. Nothing to get me a little bit happier about a, a feud that's overlasted. It's stayed in a cage match uh, and in some 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 violence. So, that, yeah. I mean, that's what they're, we're here to watch WWE for. Uh, and, uh, of course, this was a great one. I will say this about steel cage matches. I think it is, is funny and also uh, just, a, just a complete bailout that you can just walk to the side of the steel <laughs> cage and just get out real quick. I know they do that for... Uh, you know, for purposes of, of, of you know, not everybody wants to fall over the cage match yeah. or, or whatever, but, um, you know, to go from those heights. But it's just kind of funny because the, the face of the match will never just go over there and walk yeah. out of the ring. It's always the heel trend. That's like a heel tactic to do the smart thing. So it's, it's just kind of confusing the way they do that. Uh, and I think they should take that out. I mean, a real steel cage match to me would be lock that door up and, and you yeah. have to go over the top to get the win or pin, uh, which is what we had here. I believe uh, Lynch ultimately did win by hitting the manhandle slam from the top rope uh, for the three count, which was pretty cool. I, I thought um, in, in a big a real shout out to Trish Stratus for her age, taking some of the bumps yeah. she did. This was a hard hitting match. It was a great match. You know, I was just as you were ready for this feud to be over and it was great. They had a lot of great spots, you know, uh, you know, there was one point where Trish was upside down hanging from the, the mm. top. Um, and, and just to put this in there, when was the last time we saw somebody win a steel cage match because they escaped through the top? I can't remember the last time. It's always a pin or, you know, yeah. something like that. Uh, but I thought this was great. Um, Zoe Starks, you know, played her role to perfection. Uh, yeah, Trish. Trish delivered on this one. Um, you know, if this is her going away for a while, it was a great match because this feud was so overstayed. It was so it, it was a popcorn match, you know, as you describe it mm. for, for such a long time. Um, it, this was, you know, payback was great. And this was just a banger way to start it. Yeah, good, a good match to start with. And that's always something to kind of pay attention to. Uh, what do they start? What's their main event? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what goes on second sometimes. And, and, and just kind of pay attention to where you where you, your your matchup is on the card. So this was a great way to start it. Um, and I, I think ultimately Trish Stratus was. You know, maybe I've overstayed her welcome for us. Where does it is to say it for the legend? It's just because of the same feud. You know, maybe yeah. if they kind of um, had her had her go through a few different feuds, it wouldn't have felt that way. Um, but ultimately, um, they also had to find a way to break her apart from Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. And so my own one one kind of problem with this, and maybe it's maybe it's to kind of play into it, is that uh, very often the numbers game never caught up to Becky Lynch. I mean, yeah. she was able to fight in in, in the same case here where you kind of tell that story and then eventually she, she overcomes it pretty quickly um, by fighting off Zoe Stark who entered the steel cage match, which again, another reason to get rid of that, that door or maybe a reason why they have it is because the steel cage is also supposed to prevent outside interference. Yeah. And almost every steel cage match has every outside time. interference uh, <laughs> that, that factors into the, to the, the pin. But ultimately um, by the end of this match, there was kind of an argument because Stark didn't help Stratus get the win. Um, so Stark or Stratus actually pushed Stark. Stark then eventually uh, hit Stratus with the Z360 before walking off. So 
telling the story of them breaking up makes us think that Stratus is probably off TV for quite some time and that Stark is on to her her next uh, phase of her of her call up. And I think overall, if anything out of this feud, I think it did get a, a, a good job of, of getting Zoe Stark from NXT to kind of a player yeah. in the WWE um, and, and on the main roster. Uh, coming up next in the match, the second match of the night was the Miz and LA Knight with special guest referee John Cena. John Cena was hosting uh, the night. Uh, he came out to the ring um, and uh, was basically saying that he was going to be the special guest referee. Miz didn't like that. He came out and uh, and argued against it. But ultimately, John Cena was the special guest referee. Actually, it was kind of interesting because both LA Knight and the Miz were frustrated with Cena, basically pulling them from the corner. Yeah. And then he kind of told the story of, hey, this is not just any referee. This is John Cena. So they kind of got in each other's faces. But ultimately, it was a, a close, close call where the Miz uh, ducked out of the way and LA Knight almost hit uh cena which would have certainly been interesting um but but in ultimately he didn't end up punching him but miz hit the skull crushing crushing finale uh so you kind of thought that that's usually his finisher maybe yeah. that would have been the surprise into that to that feud uh but instead uh la knight was able to kick off he eventually gets the uh, bft for the victory um after a pretty good match. Uh, after the match, Knight and Cena jotted each other for a little bit before shaking hands on the ramp. Um, again, this was a feud that we knew the ending of mm -hmm. the minute it began. This is a feud completely to get LA Knight further over and his storyline moved along and the Miz is perfect for it. Um, I thought this this was a good feud that didn't necessarily overstay its welcome. Um, throwing John Cena in there kind of gave it a little bit of life there at the end too. Um, so I, I had no problems with it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was fun and I... It, it... The, the Miz and John Cena, when those two can just go at it on a promo, is just phenomenal. Um, you know, Cena asking the Miz for advice and all. It was just a funny lead up. I loved it um, and all that stuff there. But, man, you know, I, I thought John, it was fun because they teased John kind of interfering. But I thought he really stayed in the middle, you know, did his job there. Let the, let L.A. and the Miz really just work. Um, you know, they, they put him in there when they needed to at spots. Um, but this was this was perfect for L.A. Knight to really give him that John Cena rub. I really love how, how people make fun of like every wrestler's thing at John Cena is to make fun of his jorts, his jean yep. shorts and how he dresses. And now he's just accepting it. Uh, once they go after the bald spot, we'll kind of see how oh, he feels man, about that because that, that's probably a touchy spot for him. That That's rough. And, and I love when the Miz was like, you're almost 50 years old and you still dress like that. It's like, ah, uh, it's like, yeah, that can't lie. You know, he's, he's known for what the fruity pebbles looking is what the rock said. Oh you yeah. Know, fruity pebbles looking shirts and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it's a fun time. It was yeah. a fun, it was a fun segment. Yeah, in a good way. I mean, Cena, by the way, hosted this whole event. I thought he did a pretty good job. They had a backstage segment where uh, he was interviewing him, and, and I thought it was like an attempt at comedy that never quite landed. So, I've, I mean, with anything, it's all it's all hit and miss. But overall, uh, just, you know, just having Cena around wrestling is good. Good for yeah, business. It is. And having him around in general, you know, is just great. And And they, you know, I think that's one of the reasons Payback was so big. You know, they hyped it up. He was back. He was hosting. And I caught the comedy where he's crouching down, you know, like all the yeah. all the announcers do, um, and all that stuff. I thought it was fun. It was shorter great. than Finn. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, we know it's not. Finn's about <laughs> our height, and we're not the tallest guys out there. So. Yeah. Uh, move on to the United States Championship match. Probably one that shouldn't have been on the card mm -hmm. in my mind. I mean, I, I love Ray Mysterio, big fan of him. Um, but this was just kind of the rematch that uh, that he gets. You know, Austin Theory gets for. Um, for losing the title, Ray. I think he had, you know, had some storyline on SmackDown to to kind of tell the story of him getting that, you know, earning that rematch, which was kind of interesting. Um, fairly, I mean, fairly routine, man. I mean, trying to take Mysterio's mask off 
I, they got to hold that off. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't have any meaning if it's done with every one of its on, on one of his feuds. Um, by the way, shout out to Ray Mysterio Jr. When he did have his mask <laughs> off, uh, when he was part of the Filthy Animals back in WCW, I liked that part of his career. Um, but again, I, I think they need to hold their spots for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was part of the story. Theory was trying to take Mysterio's mask off. Uh, each of them were trying to to kind of get their finishes here. Mysterio actually hit the six one nine. Theory countered the splash, which I think is good. They've kind of been going back to an immediate splash for yeah. Ray Mysterio. That that makes the six one nine feel a little bit better of a finishing move. Um, but uh, Theory got his knees up, tried to roll through to hit Mysterio with the eight town down. Uh, Mysterio countered the move and then got the roll up to score the pinfall. Not a big fan of roll-ups either uh, for the win, especially for your champion for a feud that's probably ending. Yeah. You know, might as well have it in in, in a very serious, you know, in, in a dominating factor or, um, you know, just a roll-up. I, I, I'm not a big fan of those in general unless it's a, a complete surprise. Um, but that's what they did. Ray Mysterio keeps the championship, and we'll see what's next for Austin Theory. I agree with you. No reason for that. I mean, there's no build-up. There's no payoff. You know, Austin Theory is kind of – in a polite way, you know, dead in the water. His character needs to refresh. Rey Mysterio is established. He's a Hall of Famer. He doesn't, you know, if you're not going to, they're not at a point where Austin Theory would really benefit from beating Rey Mysterio. So Rey right now, I think in his career, elevating the LWO, great. But LWO, they're not doing anything around him right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's really a focus on him. So you're thinking if this match is happening, it's got to benefit Theory, but Theory is so, you know, it, it's he's so cold. Um, right now there, yeah, there, there's, there's no reason for this. It was a fine match. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say they're, they're good wrestlers. You know, they put on a good match. Just nobody really cared for it. And, and I think that's, that's a shame because Austin theory, you know, had some great gimmicks and Ray Mysterio is, you know, that six one nine. I love it. I love his entrance, you know, that, that, uh, his song and everything, but yeah, no payoff really. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because on SmackDown, like we said, we're not going to mention too much of that, but they had the other two of LWO kind of fight in a tag team, Mm -hmm. which I thought they eventually, I mean, you've got to do that, but I mean, it was just for a squash match for uh, Sami Zayn and and Kevin Owens. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's Santos Escobar as we move forward with Ray. Uh, Obviously it looks like Austin's theory has uh, more uh, Waller uh, to, Mm -hmm. to move on with Ray Mysterio. Do you, do, you, do you jump right into Santos Escobar? Or do you find another uh, heel to kind of go against him in SmackDown? I, I would think maybe an LA Knight or something, but he's he's a face. You gotta, yeah. They got to find a heel to pair with him. It, it, it's hard because it's like they could have used this here to get, you know, Santos or one of them to kind of turn heel. They didn't use that. That's what I'm, you know, it. I don't know. It, it It's a hard direction because do you just on Saturday or on Friday night SmackDown have Santos just blindside Ray or something? You know, I, you know, they, they they could have done something creatively. They chose not to. Now, whatever they do, it's, it, you know, it, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to have a huge payoff. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I could definitely see Grayson Waller, and you know, kind of have an LWO and Grayson Waller, Austin Theory still feuding. And maybe yeah. it's Grayson Waller's turn to try to take the belt. We'll kind of see what they do there. But again, especially considering last night's match of Chad Gable and Gunther, which I thought absolutely should have been on the card. Amazing. This one was kind of like, Kind of surprising it was on there. Nonetheless, we move on. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the champions, and Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, and uh, this one might be match of the year yep. type of material. They played the Pittsburgh crowd well. Uh, Baylor stomped on a Pittsburgh Steelers terrible tell that he found under the ring. Uh, he got his comeuppance for that. Um, ultimately, Zayn and Owens also found some hockey jerseys. They were using hockey sticks. Pittsburgh, of course, big into their hockey there. So really good job of getting the crowd into it. 
lots of lots of fun here trash cans kendo sticks chair shots uh, of course outside interference from uh the rest of judgment day and that was really part of the story of the night and the story of this match dominic mysterio made some interference early in the match uh and then once again late uh, along with along with jd mcdonough who had had a, a, a eventually broke up a pin and then you had rhea ripley spearing kevin owens through the barricade uh i don't i do want to mention the best part of this match in my mind was the kevin owens spot where he went up into the crowd yep. and uh you know did a uh a, 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 a jump you know jump down onto the table i believe it was was it maybe it was finn maybe it was priest i can't remember exactly or maybe it was just uh maybe it was mysterio i think who he had on the table it was mysterio it was yeah. it was doing the outside interference um but uh yeah i thought that that was a really good spot and it made me wonder because when i watched him you know, Owens immediately held his elbow, and I yeah. thought maybe this was real. Owens had already been busted open in this match. I mean, this match was great, uh, but he had already been busted open from his on his face, so they already had to kind of okay. How do you worrying about that? But um, that was just an incredible spot and, and a fun spot to get the crowd into it. Ultimately, once again, like I said, Mysterio runs in, hits Sane with uh, Priest Money in the Bank briefcase. Which hey, that thing does have a purpose <laughs> to help out Judgment Day. It's always been in the way, uh, but it allowed uh, Ballard to get the win, uh, which is really refreshing. I mean, Kevin's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, I mean, that was such a moment at WrestleMania to mm -hmm. get these titles for injuries for them from their opponents, from themselves, whatever the case may be. Their their title reign has not felt didn't really back up the big moment that they had. Uh, and most of it's because it has been beating these guys every yeah. other night or every Monday night in the main event with it meaning nothing in the next week. So, um, but ultimately now they put the, the belts on Finn Balor and Damian Priest and we'll get a little bit more to that on raw, but do you like the decision? I know you called it last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I called it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I love that. Um, but yeah, I like it because like you said, I love Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, but they, th this title run was horrible. I'd give it like a one out of 10, you know? there are times you forgot they were champions. You know, they just, WWE just didn't do anything, but they have the ability to put on amazing shows. We know that, you know, amazing matches. They did nothing with them. Um, but I love it, you know, for the judgment day, because they're putting all their cards in there. Um, even though it, you know, weird booking with the judgment day losing like every main event for the past three months to Sami Zayn, um, you know, or, or some kind of combo in there of him um, but i like it you know it keeps it keeps the storyline moving um i like the inclusion of jd mcdonough you know him kind of helping as well um i you know re we'll, we'll talk about Rhea a little bit later but i love whenever she gets involved and she does something to somebody um but man that swanton bomb that uh yeah. that kevin owens did is was phenomenal this this was one of the it was so fun you know you didn't know where they were going with it you know they really hyped up the crowd it was just a great match 10 out of 10 i'd give it there for yeah sure. i mean I, that, that seriously is that will be up there for a match of the year um and unless you have dave Meltzer, who never gives a five-star <laughs> match to wwe but uh that's that's a discussion for another day um owens and zane i mean maybe we got a little bit of a, a preview to it last night um sammy zane maybe moving on uh i don't know if we'll see that necessarily as a tag team or just kind of getting their uh kind of getting back to individually fighting but mm -hmm. i do kind of like the fact if they do break it up to hold off the the big heel turn between the two i mean they've fought each other been friends fought each other i mean it, it happens so often that it might be nice in this sense to kind of break up without a big uh you know kind of fight about it yeah they don't need a feud you know they've they've done everything together they've had what like three or four feuds already yeah you know, it, it, they, they part ways. Maybe they split them. You know, we'll talk, like you said, we'll talk about it a little bit more on the rock segment, but 
maybe one of them goes to SmackDown. One of them stays yeah, on Raw. Trade. You know, yeah, you you trade it. You never know what could happen. Um, but yeah, it fun fun stuff, fun times. It was a great build up, like you said, to WrestleMania. But man, their title run was just so disappointing. Just yeah. nothing creative for them. And I do I do want to see them, by the way, at WrestleMania at some point. Have mm-hmm. you know a big feud? So maybe. Maybe down the line they could kind of have them break up, but it'd be it would be too early to start that story right now. Yeah. Um, so also for some reason the Grace of Waller effect <laughs> had a spot <laughs> on the card as well. Um, it was basically just so Cody Rhodes could come out, say uh, he used whatever political power he had uh, to get the newest member of Monday Night Raw uh, roster back, and then welcomes Jay Uso to the ring. Of course, Uso. Uh, hits Waller with a super kick before the end of the segment, as as, as often happens to our talk show host in WWE. Yep. Um, but uh, creative way, I suppose, to get Rhodes on on the on the on the card. What does Rhodes gain from this? I mean, Uso was gone for two weeks. Yeah, kind of. You know, it. It was. Weird. I don't know. I I just I I think that the rushed feels feels like it and and not necessarily needed in on a premium live event. Well, the the only thing I could think of is Rhodes goes to SmackDown, possibly. You know, Jay comes to Raw, and and you know we'll talk about it a little bit down the road. But that that's really the only payoff I could see is they they start the storyline for Rhodes to finish the story. You know, on on Roman Reigns, because really, you know, we talked about it. Where does Roman Reigns, you know, go after that the bloodline split and everything? And so, you know, maybe that's why they did it. But this this was it was great to see Jay, huge pop. You know. But he was only gone, like you said, two weeks. So, you know, it's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, he said he quit, you know, all that stuff. And just for him to come back this way, it was fine, you know. But, you know, I, I don't know. It, 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 I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it was kind of strange. Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso, obviously very over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. So it's at least a, a way to get them, uh, you know, a pop in there. Uh, this led to the Women's World Championship match between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez. Really a good power struggle. Uh, as you can see, obviously, Raquel uh, the biggest woman on the roster, or one of them, and Rhea Ripley, the champion. Uh, they kind of told that story all along. Dominic Mysterio, once again, the MVP of the yep. night for Judgment Day, made his distraction, uh, got into the way's ring size. Kind of fun. Rodriguez dragged him into the ring and, and, and power slammed him. Uh, so that was kind of fun. It's always fun to get the cross gender yeah. uh, fight going there. Um, obviously when the woman gets the upper hand. Uh, but in any case, the distraction was enough for Ripley to kick Rodriguez in the knee and hit Riptide for the victory. And, 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 and we'll kind of see, we, we did already see from last night. I would, I would ask you any interest in seeing this, uh, this continue. Um, I would have said no, but WWE is already going the other way with it. But, uh, what'd you, th- what'd you think of the match? I mean, it's at least a championship for Matt for Rhea yeah. on a premium live event, which they haven't done every time. You know, it was fine. Um, you know, r- as much as as I'm going to say this, and I'm you know if we we try to get the nuclear heat here, but I think Rhea Ripley is a little bit overrated. She's great with the mm-hmm. Judgment Day, but her run has been horrible. You know, and she is great in the ring. I do think she's great in the ring. She's not good on the mic, and we'll talk about that in the Raw segment, uh, yeah. segment there. Uh, but Raquel, you know, really strong. She's very slow though, so there was almost a bunch of botches. Um, in this match, you know, just from, I think Rodriguez, you know, really not being as on the same page as Rhea. Um, I could see it going, it, it it's going to continue, you know, regardless it, yeah. it, it, it was fun seeing Dominic come in there and, and, you know, really help with that. Um, I would have liked to possibly maybe see Rhea drop it, uh, just to add some intrigue on the judgment day thing. But I mean, it was fine. You know, it was a, 
she finally had a match for her chance, you know, a title defense. So that was something. When you said off air too, uh, when we were talking about it, they, they probably should have had this match before the tag team match, mm-hmm. which, which should have yeah. went last. Oh, yeah. Should have been the big match, oh, yeah. but it kind of told the story of they're going to end up judgment day is going to end up with all the yeah. belts. You're not going to give them the championship right when you take the championship off of Rip- Ripley. Um, so kind of, kind of, I, I would just switched up the card a yeah. little bit there. Um, <laughs> but in any case, in the world heavyweight championship match between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, the story, of course, being told here was the story of the feud Shinsuke attacking uh, the back and working the back of Rollins. Uh, kind of a quick way to, to end this match as hard hitting as it was. They had some near falls, but Rollins eventually just kind of hits a court curb stomp yep. somewhat out of nowhere uh, to get the victory. Um, also interesting decision uh, after the match. You're kind of waiting there. So I didn't think this was a great one to kind of have as the, as the marquee match, just because, well, for a few reasons, this there were some other feuds that I would be more interested in. Yeah. I mean, this was kind of thrown together in the last few weeks, and it's fine. I mean, they're, they're big names, but it's not like a blood feud at this point. I, I think they tried to kind of tell that story. Yeah. Maybe that's why it is where it is. I'll just be honest. Like you said, you have, I mean, you had your own reservations about Ripley's championship run so far. Rollins is, he's fighting so many people that it kind of is boring. I mean, it's yeah. kind of boring because you know, what's going to happen. I mean, he's going to win these ones. And, and that was part of the story. I mean, I, I didn't think Shinsuke was going to win this one, but very interesting decision as we're all kind of sitting there waiting. Like if it was just, it's just a clean finish. You're kind of thinking, okay, is priest going to, is priest going to jump yeah. in here is something, you know, the next feud for Rollins going to pop out out of this just kind of ends the ends the premium live event. And then reports of Shinsuke attacking Rollins after <laughs> it went off air. I think they should have at least put that into uh, the, the ending there uh, as it led into the storyline for raw, but ultimately just kind of a, for a great premium live event, just kind of a, a dud of an ending for me. Yeah. And it, it's always weird. Cause we always complain about it not being clean finishes. Right. Yeah. And then they give us a clean finish and we're like, Oh, that's it. You know, that's, that was the, the, you know, if, if I were to rank these matches, uh, this one would be probably the second or third worst match, I would say, just because, like you said, I mean, you kind of forget about that World Heavyweight Championship. It just, you know, the Judgment Day are just taking over everything. And this was a great match. I, You know, I, I, it was a fine match, a good match. I loved Shinsuke's uh, anime entrance that he did. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it's fun. You know, they really did try to put everything they could into it. But, you know, it, it felt rushed and... The story is going to continue. So, you know, you know, Seth isn't isn't dropping that belt to anybody anytime soon. Um, and then the whole language barrier, you know, Shinsuke speaking in he's Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of confuses me. You know, I, I I like it, but I need subtitles. You know, I need to know what yeah. you're saying because uh, then nobody explains what he's saying. So you're <laughs> just right. you're just there like. All right. Good promo, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those, but those cartoon promos that you said, like, like earlier, kind of the um, anime, anime type promos that they've had where they do have them speaking Japanese, but they have the subtitles. Yeah. Those are really effective, mm-hmm. but you're right when he's live on the mic and you know, anytime they kind of do that, you know, unless it's for the local crowd, if they're overseas, it's just kind of like, nobody understands what is what's going on here. You're just telling the story that, that nobody knows what's going yep, on. Yep. 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 You get the what chance out of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, fine, fine, fine match. I wouldn't have made that the main event. I agree with you on that, but yeah, not bad. I wouldn't even made that the opener. We talk about yeah. you want to open and you want to finish strong. I, I might've opened. I, I mean, I would have finished with the, the tag team championship yep, without a doubt. Sure. That was the best part of it. I might've opened with the Miz in LA night just because of how yeah. over LA night is, you know, and, and, but, you know, and John Cena, I mean, they could have easily done that, but mm-hmm. eh. 
I mean, at the I'll, same time, I don't know if I'd be sitting there waiting for the the Becky Lynch Trish Stratus match. Yeah. So maybe that's a good reason. Yeah, to be going. but overall, I thought I thought Payback is top three um, ple of the year. Yeah. You know, I, I would give it like an eight out of ten. You know, on there, there were there were I would say two matches I wasn't interested in. You know, even the Seth Rollins and Shisuke one, I'd say was a good match. You know, just I didn't care all that much for it. But man, they had some some great matches on there when we talked about it too it was a very predictable premium live mm -hmm. event for you know not a big card um i think you, you know la Knight was obviously gonna win becky lynch was obviously gonna win uh rhea ripley it would have been surprised to lose seth rollins was obviously gonna win um the, the only thing was that tag team championship match and again mysterio theory i, I don't care who wins yeah right? you know, exactly it's, it's not you know it so i mean especially considering the fact that a lot of it was predictable mm -hmm. the, you know to to pull off the that good of a show uh, i think was a good job from wwe all right let's take a quick break here on nuclear heat uh let's jump into raw we've got a few le segments left for that uh and uh we'll do that it was an entertaining raw as well kind of gets us moving forward in a different direction for many of these wwe superstars so we'll talk about that coming up next year on nuclear heat on 93.7 the ticket